And now it's time for the Neighborhood Leafs Podcast. Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of the Neighborhood Leafs Podcast. I'm Phil. And I'm Dan. So guys, as much as we were full of excitement and elation after Game 1, we are feeling the opposites after Game 2. Why is that, Dan? Uh, well, it seems like the Leafs played right into the Bruins' hands right from the start of the game. You know, sloppy play, tried to get way too involved in the physicality, um, and then they just got sucked right in and you know played the Bruins game. Yeah, if we, we, we go back to the keys we put uh, going into Game 1, or sorry, going into Game 2, uh, we had highlighted that it was going to be really important that the Leafs keep it in between whistles, uh, that the Leafs take advantage of their opportunities on the power play, uh, and the Leafs continue to put pressure on the Leafs' D. Uh, they did not do that for a few different reasons. Um, they, you know, right off the bat, we saw that the whistle, again, we can compare, I know complaining about referees isn't, you know, a productive thing to do because there's nothing that can be done. Uh, but they were letting a little bit more go. Uh, and, and because of that, uh, it was harder and harder for the Leafs to keep it in between whistles, right? You're not going to let yourself get bullied around when it comes down to it. Ho- hockey is very much a, like machismo sport. Uh, so when those whistles stopped, uh, didn't come, suddenly that put the Leafs kind of off their, uh, off their edge a little bit. And the perfect example was that first debrus cadre altercation where they each took offsetting minor penalties and all you see is debrus just giving it to cadre cadre trying to keep his cool and just taking face wash after face wash after face wash and then having to go to the penalty box for it yeah i think that's tough there right like that immediately pisses off the players when they're trying to do the right thing the ref's almost not helping them out but I think it was Ron McLean made a good point that um, it seems like the, the Leafs are always looking to the ref. Something yeah. happens, they look over at the ref, whereas I think they mentioned Ryan O'Reilly never looks at the ref, always gets the calls. Yeah, and that, that's that's something too. Uh, there's nothing you can do about it. The the, the, the Leafs uh, or the announcements are going to come out and make a an apology announcement that they didn't treat the Leafs fairly or anything like that. So it's just something that you have to play with. Uh, you, you're options are not cross-chuck someone in the face or yeah. or, or, or lose. Uh, you know, if we look at the overall picture of Game uh, 2, yeah, Leafs lost 4-1. Uh, the series is going back to Toronto tied 1-1, which we all would have taken going yeah. into the series. But unfortunately, we find ourselves in this similar position that we did last year where we're most likely looking at the very least the next two three games without Nazem Kadri, if not the whole series. Yeah, that's going to be frustrating. Like that was just that was just a stupid play. I understand that he was kind of enough was enough, and the hit on Marlowe kind of had him snap. But you don't go in there with, with your stick up and cross check him. He should have, you know, we talked off air. He should have just dropped the gloves and jumped him. Yeah, that's the thing. Like you know, with all the chippiness and all the aggression that was going on in that game, I don't I don't understand why we had to resort to keep to, to having uh, stick violation after stick violation. Why, if Nazem Kadri is so pissed off and he thinks that DeBrusque is such a rat, why didn't he just drop the gloves and just like, just beat him up? Like, no one gets suspended for jumping someone after someone does a iffy hit on someone else. Agreed. Right? As yeah. long as you, the person sees you coming. And then worst case scenario, right? DeBrusque turtles, 
You, yeah, sure. You take the instigator penalty. You you take the two minute money. You're not going to win that game anyway. Yeah. Worst case, he gets a little fine, and who cares, right? You move right? on. Right. Uh, now all you've done is put the Leafs in a really tough position going forward. Uh, I'm sure Boston will talk about DeBrusque uh, possibly having a concussion until the next game, and then he'll be in warm up and play. Yeah. Because uh, yeah, that's that's how you play that game. Uh, and. You know, one of the big uh, advantages that we had suggested going into the series was going to be their center depth, and now that's going to be challenged. Now, suddenly, instead of us saying, well, you know what, Cottery is a better third-line center than Coyle, uh, we're saying, oh, is William Nylander or Patrick Marlowe a better soil than Cole? And no. Right. Right? Those are the two players that... You know, Marlowe was one of the most invisible players in game one. And then we get used as a transition to talking about William Nylander now. Like, sure, if he's going to play third line center in the next game, he's going to get one hell of an opportunity to redeem himself because I don't know what the fuck he did that game. <laughs> that is very true, man. Like, I was watching the game at a party last night and I looked over to my wife after that goal happened and she was like, oh, 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 oh wait, did is that a goal? Like, like it, we were listening to it with no audio. So, like, it, it looked like it was just, like, the whistle had blown. Right. And then, like, you know, the puck had just kind of, like, in, when you play NHL on, online. And, like, after a whistle, the puck just drifts off your stick and bounces off a bunch of people. And, like, yeah, that yeah. was terrible. That was maybe the worst thing I've ever seen. Right. And that was right after the Leafs seemed to get some momentum, right? So it instantly just killed the game. Yeah. Like, I think the only thing I think th- worse was... Was it um, was it when Boyle was playing with San Jose and in overtime tried to backhand it around his goalie and put it top corner right. in yeah. overtime? <laughs> like that's the only thing I've seen worse. Like and the fact that it was it happened in such a lackadaisical way that it was William Nylander that it happened at that time in the game was just not good. Yeah, and right after he came off, you know, a good game one. Yeah, exactly, right? I am I am a huge William Nylander apologist. I want him to do well. I, I don't think it's productive or healthy. Just rip on a player that we're stuck with, right? So yeah. I, I want to give him every opportunity. I tweeted out last night, like, Willie, we want to love you. <laughs> but then you do shit like that. That's just... Yeah, it's like he didn't show up to play. Yeah. A and, lot of the Leafs, though, for, to be honest. And that's the thing, right? And that's one of the frustrating things about yesterday was that Nazem Kadri was the best skater. Yep. Right? And we got to talk about him being an idiot, too. Yeah. Right, and you know this is going to bring us to our our, our next reason why they really didn't win. Uh, the Leafs lost four one. That fourth goal was only happened because of the Kadri uh, yeah, exactly major. Uh, the three one goal, or the I guess it would have been a three nothing goal. Nylander put in, pretty much put in his own net. Yep. Right. If you take those two things away, right, it's a two one game. Yeah, and even losing that, it's not the end of the world, right? Right. The Leafs were zero for three on the power play yesterday. Right earlier on in the season, Mike Babcock said it's okay. We're not gonna. We don't need to be tough. Our power play is gonna be our enforcer. Right. Our power play is gonna make them pay. Well, their power play did jack shit yesterday. Again, right? It's becoming a theme. Last uh, few weeks, right? This and and there, there's no, there's no adjustments being made. It's let, let's try the same things. Like what, what, when the best thing you're able to get off on your power play that is apparently stack with studs is a like hopeful wrist shot from the point that you hope it deflects in like you're not going to score any goals no right so i'm really hoping in game three you see a out of necessity Kadri's going to have to be off that power play because he's not going to be in the game right uh but like you're going to need to see some switch and i'm just hoping i just want all i want to do is see 
Tavares and Matthews switch sides. It would make me so happy. It's yeah, a little thing. It would make me so happy. They're my, like they're, At this point, it's try stuff because the Bruins have your power play figured out to a T. Like, you're not doing anything. Yeah, it's not even the Bruins. Everyone has right. their power. Like, it's the memo was out after the first three weeks of the season when they scored, you know, they had a 40% power play clip. <laughs> like, the ever since then, it's been a point of struggle because ever since then, they've been trying the same stupid crap. Yeah, the Leafs got to reset here. Come home. They have the day off today, which is nice, and they got to figure their shit out. And, like, I know I sound a little bit heated. Okay, I just watched Tiger come down the 18th hole at Augusta and win the majors. I was way more heated 20 minutes ago. <laughs> um, okay, so let's try and, you know, there's nothing we can do about game two. Uh, Cotter's going to get suspended. And then we're going to see Tyler Ennis come into the lineup. Yep. Okay, what do the Leafs need to do a game ahead of game three? What are the op- what are the reasons why they could be optimistic? Uh, why is this not the beginning of the end? Well, the reasons to be optimistic is you're coming home tied 1-1, right? Like if that was two games in a row that the Leafs had got spanked like that, then there would be reason to panic, right? But the Leafs just need to go back to the way they played in game one and just totally stay out of it. You know what? If you're going to get face washed, it's going to be frustrating. I mean, you could see Tavares like, holy shit, man, this is what I keep putting up with. Every whistle, him and Matthews were just getting mugged. But unfortunately, that's not going to stop. Right, I, I'm assuming the league's gonna have some sort of meeting with like that. That also refereeing can't continue in the next game, or someone else is gonna get hurt. Yeah, that's and that's something that you see in the NBA, right? right. In, in the NBA, there's a pattern where one team gets poor officiating, the coach comes out, says something, gets fined, and then right. you see some sort of swing the other way in the next game. And so, and I would be very happy if. Or not be happy, but I, I would understand and be content if, say, Kadri got three games and Nebraska got one game for right. some of his shenanigans. I don't think that's going to be the case. I think that's something that you could do to diffuse a lot of the situation, but that's, again, not going to be the case. Um, so I, I think, yeah, you just got to do what you can to, to power through when it comes to officiating all that stuff. Play your game. Don't worry about the whistle. You will have the Leaf crowd uh, behind you. I would be a little bit worried if I was William Nylander that you won't get booed the first time you touch the puck because I know for me, that was my first instinct. Uh, if that was Jake Gardner, though, holy crap. Eh? Oh, yeah, exactly. But, like, you know what? <laughs> William Nylander is just as maligned as Jake Gardner. Yep. Jake Gardner has the advantage of having at least played terrible defense while he was out <laughs> for the lineup for the, for the last month. So, yeah, so obviously the fact that we're going home, you're going to have your crowd, you know, you're going to have... Uh, you know, Leafs Nation inside Maple Leaf Square or Jurassic Park or whatever we're going to call it. Maple Leaf uh, Park? Yeah. So the, Jurassic Maple Leaf Square, Jurassic Leaf Square. Exactly. <laughs> the only thing that's Jurassic is the last time the Maple Leafs won the Stanley Cup. Yeah. Oh, and the fact the Raptors can't win a game one either. Oh. That sad day. And we talked about that on the podcast <laughs> before about one of the reasons why game one felt so good was because the Raptors never won game one. Right. And, yeah, I was so I was thinking maybe Toronto, the city of Toronto, might win two straight game ones, but alas, uh, yeah. So aside from having a home ice advantage now uh, and from coming down game one, uh, I think the biggest reason why we could be optimistic is that the best player in the series after two games has been Freddie. Yeah, he's been amazing. Right, like that game yesterday it was a four-one game. It could have been an eight-to-one game. Right, right, because there was. I don't know how many like ten bells uh, saves that he made. They the Leafs just gave up so many opportunities, and it wasn't just that they gave made terrible giveaways in their own zone. 
Uh, it was just the fact they they lost all the battles. There, there was for a team that had so much like pep and so much energy and so much speed, they were intimidated. They got yeah. they got skated out of the building. Yeah, and like Chara looked like his older like or his younger self yesterday too. So that uh, that doesn't bode well for the Leafs if he can keep that up. Yeah, and I think that was. Again, when the Leafs don't use their speed, yeah. And again, they didn't weren't able to use their speed because of what Boston was doing. Uh, so I, I think looking into Game Three, I know aside from Fre- Freddie and from the, the home crowd, Matthews though has got to it has to become Matthews playoffs exactly. Like so we need Matthews, we need whether it be Tavares, whether it be you know Patrick Marlowe, who's going to be way more focal in the yep. next game uh, to step it up. To, to 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 say hey guys I got you and uh, come on we're going to the Stanley Cup yeah it's like it's in game three is huge now right because you know we could talk about oh you know what well Columbus is up to nothing on Tampa you know maybe the pathway is opening right yeah. well yeah sir if we don't play better the pathway is going to open up for Boston to go win the Stanley Cup yeah exactly because I think they can take Columbus for sure right just like you know I'd like to think the Leafs kid too but you know what we're not going to get that opportunity if we can't take care of our stuff and. Right now, it's hard to be optimistic. But we did predict a, a long, hard series, and you know it is one-one, right? So yeah. So again, I, I think we, you know if we're looking at predictions, uh, what'll probably end up happening? They'll, they'll split the next two games, and then they'll each win their home game, and then we'll find ourselves in Game Seven, and then that old guy who retired last year will secretly get brought out for Game Seven. You know, sorry, Ooh, dark guy. No, uh, Rene. What's his name? Rene Lacroix. The the guy who sings the National oh, yeah, Anthems, yeah, right. yeah. who retired last year, <laughs> yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll bring him out for Game 7 and everyone will be all riled up and yeah, that'll right. just like attempt to like give Leafs PTSD. <laughs> uh, yeah. But the, how about the Islanders? They won again today. Did they? 4-1. to one. Yeah. All the more reason for us to be pissed off. What are you doing, Dan? Okay? We're trying to stay level-headed and not be <laughs> angry. Okay? Oh. No one is allowed to enjoy success except for us. And but I guess the Islanders are kind of a perfect example as they're doing it the whole like throughout their whole lineup, right? And their stars like Eberle is playing amazing, Barza like they're guys who need to be putting the puck in the net are doing it. Yeah. And the Leafs guys are not getting it done. Like Kadri, good for him. He played a good game, scored our goal, but he shouldn't be the guy that's scoring our only goals. Yeah, it's amazing how much a difference a game makes because I'm pretty sure last game we we're saying yeah, their superstars really stepped up. You know, yeah. Marner and. Well, Marner, Tavares, there you go. Like Mar- yeah. We can give Marner a, a pass, right? Because he had such a great first game, but it's it's still more Matthews I'm worried about. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. It's true. And like one thing we haven't mentioned yet is that because it will be a game in Toronto, the Leafs will have more control over the matchup. Yeah. So you will get more opportunities to get Matthews out. Uh, against whoever they decide. Against whoever right? they want, yeah. exactly, right? And uh, in terms of you know getting a bit more speed... Yeah, I think the way they had the the lineups look, looking at practice today, you had uh, Marlowe playing the third line center with Moore and Janssen. Yeah, not and a then bad and then Goat playing with uh, Ennis and Brown. So that that does like spread out some speed. You get a bit more speed, a little bit more hitting. Um, but again, I, I I'm happy we don't have to wait too too long. Like, I'm not envious of the Raptors who have to wait till you know lost on Saturday afternoon and have to go and wait till Tuesday to play. Oh, is that it? Eh? Well, it's because of the fact that Toronto's playing. Right. Okay. Makes the Leafs. Sense. The Leafs are playing Monday night, and that series was was scheduled first, right? So, um, yeah. So, 
we're not going to overanalyze things too much. Uh, it's pretty obvious what the issue was yesterday with the game. Uh, they simply need to play better. They need to stick to their own game. They need to stop looking at the refs. Uh, they need to win the series themselves and not have not ask the refs to to help them. And even though, I mean the way they played it, even if the refs are giving them power plays, they're not scoring. So and that's the thing you got to take care of your own shit, right? You got to be creative. I think this is going to be a big opportunity for my, for Babcock to uh, drop some new stuff on on the power play to switch some lines up. To he's got to earn hit. Like he, he gets paid a lot of money, more yeah. than a, most of the players on his team. Exactly. Exactly. He makes $1 million less than William Nylander. Right. <laughs> right? And William Nylander is leading the Leafs in goals right now. He's got two goals. Yeah, plus that beautiful assist last night. Well, I, I was joking. I was, you know. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. Two goals, one in his net, one in their <laughs> yeah, net, right, you yeah. know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sorry, bad joke. <laughs> so, guys, let's just take a second, okay? Let's rejoice in the positive things. Let's hate the bad things. And let's just remember... That Tiger won the Masters. And that Game of Thrones is tonight! (laughs) (sighs) Woosah, Phil, woosah. I know, I know. Okay, guys. Well, anyways, uh, for this episode of the Neighborhood Leaves Podcast, uh, I'm Phil. And I'm Dan. Okay, look forward to interacting with you guys on Twitter, okay? Uh, Talk to you guys, I guess, Tuesday afternoon. Go Leafs, go. Everybody's feeling good. Listen and say, Thank you.